90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Hey, look at that. It's us. Hey, Kel, how are you? I am fantastic, Sharon. How are you? I, too, am fantastic. Adam, Adam, how do you feel? (laughs) I'm great. We had great weather over the past few days. Oh, my gosh. I'm just doing so well. You know what? Like, it's it's a funny cliche that uh, we in this section of the world, northeast (laughs) in North America... That uh, weather's a real hot topic because we actually get to enjoy four seasons. Um, And normally at this time, our season would be one that we would be more grumbling about, I think. Mm -hmm. But it's been more August-like than August was. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Gosh, it's been awesome. Like to have shorts and t-shirts on in November, it's a bit bonkers for, uh, for Montreal. Bonkers. Bonkers. And I'm not as tanned as I was, so it looks bonkers, too. (laughs) Who's that crazy lady with the white legs? It's Sharon. (laughs) She needs vitamins. (laughs) (laughs) What about you guys? What's been going on? Well, uh, I'm also excited that it was warm, except that I decided to take my motorcycle out for a (sighs) little jaunt, if you will. Biker babe. I'm a biker babe uh, on my Yamaha V-Star 650. And uh, because I was like, you have to go out. It's never this warm in November. So I was only going out for like a half hour, maybe an hour, because I didn't have a lot of time. But I'm like, you must do it. And then Kelly hit a nail. Kelly got a flat. Oh, oh my god! Not fun. But I, I will preface it by saying that I did not get injured. So that's very good and all that matters. But uh, <laughs> I figured out that I had to flat pretty quickly, got into a gas station, uh, and then <laughs> decided like, oh, I'll try to fill it up like with air and, and see if I can get home. I made it about three kilometers and then was down this road where there was like, cornfields on either side so not really any place to go oh my so i managed to will the bike uh another kilometer down the road it was sputtering the whole thing it was not happy Uh. and i made it into some lady's driveway and i said (laughs) madame can i please leave my motorcycle in your driveway overnight while i figure out this problem (laughs) oh my gosh so i spent most of uh this morning uh, trying to deal with this, I had to call CAA and get it towed. Yep. You're handling your business. Yes, exactly. Anyways, that long story short, everything's great. Well, that's good. I, I wonder what um, willing your bike down the road sounds like inside your helmet. Please, good God, <laughs> please, please make it to the lady's house. <laughs> At that time, um, I didn't even know if there was a lady's house, but I was headed for something. So I thought maybe there would be more swearing, but maybe that's <laughs> just me. Um, Okay, so uh, pretty decent show again today, this time around, I should say. Um, (laughs) We'll get into it all, but just as a teaser, Britney's daddy issues are pretty real. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Usher's got some daddy issues too, but they are quite cute. Um, Sting has some timing issues, and uh, Metallica's got some in-person issues. So it's the issues show. That's how we like to roll. Yowza. Plus, we have some trivia, which I cannot wait. I have structured this strategically so that Adam has a chance to get not 11 nothing. Don't get your hopes too high. (laughs) (laughs) I can always disappoint you even more. (laughs) I like that. uh, Like, you're not even hiding the fact that you're, you're helping him. And I appreciate that because... I am coming off as a powerhouse of trivia knowledge. 
<laughs> I know everyone. Mm. Thank you. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, but wow. along with trivia, you'll be put on the spot at the end of the show, too, to give me a top two of a band to be named later. Very bah, nice. Bah, bah. Awesome. But let's so, get into some uh, daddy issues that are less than cute. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Britney Spears, she, um, the court continues, the court uh, lawsuits, I guess, or court sessions, whatever you want to call it. She uh, has had a recent uh, appearance in court, but I don't think she was there, just the lawyers. And she is desperately, it sounds like, trying to get uh, her daddy off the um, leadership position, if you will, of running her conservatorship. And the latest is that she uh, apparently hasn't spoken to him in over a year. And it sounds like she thinks that he is too – well, I, I think he, she didn't like that he was giving a certain amount of money away to one of the executives on the conservatorship team. She was upset about that. Uh, I think she also thinks that he's making decisions and shooting hers down. And she, uh, apparently, although I don't think this has been confirmed yet, she claims she will not perform again until he is off the case, like off off running her her ship. So um, money's going to get tight, though, I feel, because she's only sitting on about $60 million, Whoa. Which, is, which is, you know, $60 more million than we have. <laughs> right. But for a big pop star, like, oh it's, my not, gosh. it's not that much. Well, and you know what? First off, the only people that make money in uh, legal situations are the legal people, mm-hmm. the lawyers, the people mm-hmm. that want this to stay in the courts because she doesn't need to show up to these cases because they're going to get paid anyways. Yeah. So even if it were to be settled, the lawyers would still get paid. Lawyers for both sides. Mm-hmm. So my question is about a conservatorship. Is she capable of performing? Is she in a position where she could actually perform? And no disrespect, I'm legit asking, if she needs to be in conservatorship, is she well enough to perform? Well, she has been over the X amount of years that he was running the show, right? Like, I think her uh, mental situation was around 2007-ish, 2006, 2007. Then he got her back on the rails. And remember, like, she had the Las Vegas show. Um, There wasn't at least one album in the last 10 years that came out. Um, So she is capable when she's... I guess, in a good space. Um, I don't know if she could manage, though, without... Like, I think on some level she could manage without him, but somebody has to be in charge because it sounds like... Well, who put him in charge? The judge many years ago, a judge. So he's been in place for a while. At least 10 years. So she's just not liking it now because she wants a little more... Yeah, but then remember there was that whole uh, hullabaloo, if you will, with... Oh, uh, I will. (laughs) With the kids. Remember, like, one of her sons got into it with... The grandfather with Jamie, like that yes. was like a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. Um, and there was like some sort of restraining order, I think, put in place at the time, if memory serves. So it's been a little contentious for a while. Um, I'm not sure who she wants to run the show. But the thing is, is like, again, ba- back to her net worth, from what we understand, it seems to be hovering around the 60 million mark, which again, great. But if you're not topping that up and you're mm-hmm. still spending X amount, like she, I don't think she has a bunch of properties necessarily, but. You know, I'm sure she's paying X amount to keep the kids going, and I think she probably has to pay Kevin Federline something because he's taking care of them, I think, most of the time. And then I'm sure she heads out to Walmart every so often. So I'm not sure who's going to top up the bank account. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. if you you got to make sure that there's some coming in if you want to keep it at a level of $60 million to make $60 million impressive. Yeah. But it dwindles exactly. quick. Because Walmart can be open for 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, have you been to a 24-hour Walmart? I have. The one in Plattsburgh? Uh, I think it was that one. 
So if you go late at night on like a Thursday or Friday, like 10 a.m., a 10 p.m. ish, mm -hmm. um, there's strange people that come out of the woodwork. And by woodwork, I really think it is woodwork. I think they come out of the forests. They and... come out of the fence from behind the building. <laughs> and uh, there are some strange people that are in Walmart at a certain hour of the soiree. So... Yes. <laughs> there's some strange people in the world. Yeah. And it's all about yep. balance. It just everything. Yep. everybody levels off somehow. But... Yeah, they go to Walmart, that's for sure. <laughs> yep. So those, we those, go there those photos, too. So like, people of Walmart, it's real. Oh, it's real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. Thank goodness it's real. Yeah. Are we ready for trivia or do we do another story first? Oh, well, yeah, let's tease the fact that we've got some cuter daddy issues uh coming our way. But yeah, let's do some trivia. I'm ready. Adam, All are right. you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. 90s <laughs> now. Ch -ch -ch trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. <laughs> Sharon, it's like you gave up halfway through that. It was more of a, if our American uh, fr friends are listening, that was more like, uh, I'm getting into Thanksgiving mode. Bring bomb. Oh, God, okay. Yeah. Very nice. And it would be remiss of us if we didn't uh, wish all of our American friends, family, and neighbors well with the uh, new chapter of their country. Yes. So congratulations. And I know some people are happy and some people are not, but I think uh, things will hopefully be headed in, the, in a better direction. I would hope for the same thing. I could go on and on about what I hope for, but uh, <laughs> when the vote is pretty much down the middle as it, uh, as it has been, or as it was rather, mm -hmm. uh, we'll just hope for more clarity and peaceful and politeness, yep. <laughs> yep. you know, normal things to come out of it <laughs> very nice so we are uh in a, an 11 nothing situation for sharon right now who is kicking oh, adam's tail feathers yeah. can i <laughs> ask so uh, here is wait wait uh, wait wait. can i ask for yeah. a recount or is that not something <laughs> to do there's no fraud here there's okay. no recount here in the state of Quebec. <laughs> um <laughs> so no you may not <laughs> you may not so this first question i don't know adam like maybe Maybe. Sometimes right. I know the answer. I'm just, Sharon's faster than Sharon's I am. Sharon's fast. I know. Oh, yeah. Her reflexes are on fire. I've got um, agility. <laughs> when Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible came out in 1996, two members of a famous rock band produced a dance version of the Mission Impossible theme. Who were the two members and which rock band are they a part of? I wish people could see Sharon's pondering face right now. <laughs> really? I want to know it. There was a rock version of the Mission Impossible A dance theme. version. The funny thing is, is they are in a rock band and they produced a dance version, which I believe actually made it like to like number 10 on the charts or something. Like it, it did well on, on the charts. Okay, Sharon. Okay, go Sharon. Metallica. <laughs> Don't tell me that's the answer. No, that is not the okay. answer. <laughs> well, they were on the soundtrack. That's why I thought. I'll I'll, oh. I'll give it a go then. I'll go for uh, Ariel Smith. Uh, no, you too. So it was Larry Mullen Jr. and Adam Clayton. Really? Ah, Do you remember yes. that, Sharon? Do you remember yeah. the Mission Impossible dance theme? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used it in my, my workout back in 1996. <laughs> um, Adam was two. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Adam was uh, was learning how to crawl around, maybe, or maybe you were running at that point, Adam, and sticking your fingers into the electrical sockets in the house. I'm not sure. I don't but... think I've ever seen the first Mission Impossible. Because uh, you were two, Adam. I know, so... but I, I, I've seen the most recent one, but I don't think I've seen all of them. So I'll have. Yeah, to watch I think that. I stopped after that first one, Sharon. Have you have you seen any others of the? Um, no, I, yeah, I think I saw that one. Yeah, that was I it. feel like I've seen 
bits and pieces of others, like when there's like a movie of the week or whatever on like whatever. But but I've never sat and watched. Pretty cool the, effects, that's for yeah, sure. But yeah. it wasn't long after that that we learned that uh, uh, Tom Cruise uh, was, uh, in my opinion, nuts. <laughs> You see, if you can preface anything with, in my opinion, you can say anything <laughs> <Yeah>. after. <laughs> no, I thought he was, uh, his uh, Scientology beliefs were a bit uh, too rad for me. <laughs> Got it. Um, he, but I, I I give him credit for the fact that he does a lot of his own stunts. Like, it's Yeah, crazy. that's cool. Yeah, because he's broken ribs, I think, before, and a leg and the whole thing, or, or an ankle. Anyways. Uh, okay, so uh, we're still at 11 nil. Uh, here's question number two. Adam, this is your chance Thank for redemption. Thank you. Thank you. Here we go. What was the name of Ross's pet monkey on Friends? Adam. Sharon. Oh, God. <laughs> I heard the S before the A. Uh, go ahead, Sharon. Sharon. Go ahead, Adam. No, you go ahead. <laughs> no, you go first. Um, I know this. Adam, I gave it to you because this is the one show you watch. <laughs> I know. I can I can see him. He has a French name. Marcel. Yes, there it is. Name is Marcel. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Christmas crazy. come early for Adam. Oh my god. Uh, so it is now 11-1. Yes. Nice. Sharon, you knew who it was? Yeah. Very nice. Do you do you watch Sharon the uh the reruns of the Friends or I think Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, reruns of Friends, and recently been, we've been watching um, uh, Seinfeld quite oh, a bit. Okay, Ooh, which nice. is it's ridiculously funny. Yeah, <laughs> like really, honestly, N- not only because you'll find it on Much Music, which makes right. you think, why are they showing sitcoms on Much Music? Uh, it's supposed to be Video Channel, but yeah. I guess videos aren't happening so much. I don't right. know, but anyways, it's funny. And I like it. And where are we headed now, Sharon? We're headed to, to continuation of daddy issues, but uh, this time <laughs> Usher's going to make them way cuter. So he had a bit of a shock in the fact that his new baby girl, uh, Sovereign Bo, what do you think about that? Sovereign Bo Raymond is her name. I think that's a mouthful. Like, I always think of what's the nickname going to be. Savi? Bo. You don't think it'll be Bo? Well, yeah, I guess Bo would be nice. Yeah. Bo would be Bo. Yeah. <laughs> would it be would Bo-ku. be actually Bo. Yeah. Um, Sovereign, I thought it's fairly. Uh, That's a name to handle. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, you, yeah. You like she be needs to be like an attorney or the president of the United States. Like that's yeah, a, she, yeah. yeah, something big. Like she can't just end up somewhere. Like you know? CEO of uh, of uh, Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> <laughs> well, if she ended up being the CEO. That would be fine. That's great. I like it. <laughs> she got um, a part-time gig there and lived yeah, off her daddy's money. Then big, that would be a different wiggly. issue. So Usher, yeah. So she, I didn't know this. She was actually supposed to be born in November. And she popped out at the end of September. So like six weeks early. Uh, but Thanks. all is well and she is fine. And uh, the two older boys, because he has an 11 and 12-year-old, he has Usher Raymond the fifth, I guess. Because I think Usher is the fourth. I think he's the fourth Usher. Like Usher, Usher. And I think it's very uh, George Foreman of him. Right. And so, and then he has another son named Naveed, and apparently they're very protective of their little sister, which is cutesy. And uh, it's funny, because when I was reading the story, it said um, Usher and his longtime girlfriend, uh, I don't remember her name, uh, you know, have had this baby girl. And I'm sitting there going, it wasn't that long ago that he got divorced from his wife. So I'm not sure how long-term his <laughs> girlfriend has been. Time like, is relative. <laughs> eight months, maybe? Not sure. Anyways, uh, so congratulations to Usher and his baby girl. And he'll, Yay. by the way, be in Vegas next year. 
his baby girl and his baby mama. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, he has a Las Vegas residency coming up, I believe, July of 2021. Oh, fun. Yeah, so that'll be cool. Nice. It'll be interesting to see what uh, all the things that are getting scheduled for 2021, a lot of which had to be put off because of, you know, 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it'll be, I think we we're really in a great position for new shows, new music. No pressure, 2021, but it's all on you. Yeah, there's. A, I, it's actually when, as you were describing all of that, I was like, 2021 has a lot of pressure on it. Like, mm-hmm. it yeah. better do some push-ups and some sit-ups to get ready. You know what I mean? Well, the idea also is that we're going to be healthy enough to get into that uh, that frame, you know, because a lot of the shows have been pushed to at least springtime, so March right. of 2021. So if that doesn't happen, then they all get pushed, pushed, pushed. But it's the whole idea of wear your mask, don't be ignorant, uh, keep mm-hmm. your distance, all that stuff. So that, you know, no matter when you're listening to this show, <laughs> if you've, uh, you know, gone back and uh, maybe it's January <laughs> and you're listening to this show now, um, then uh, you know, keep wearing your mask. <laughs> here's a here's a thought that I would like your thoughts on. So you know how at the end of the year, like it's like always like the last week of December, especially as we approach that. <laughs> Did you just 31st. say at the end of the year it's the last week of December? <laughs> no, I said I said at the end of the year when we're kind of into that last week of oh, okay. December <laughs> on the approach, usually around December 30th, 31st, all these people start writing on social media. Uh, usually Facebook, because that seems to be the thing. Um, they'll be like, I cannot wait to kick this year out the mm-hmm. window. Like, I'm so sick of this year and whatever. And they're all, yep. like, negative and stuff. And that happens every single year. Like, every yep. single year, somebody hates whatever year we've been in. And obviously, mm-hmm. like, if it's, you know, for personal reasons, like, maybe you lost someone, maybe you uh, lost a job. Like, there's all valid reasons why it happens. But I think there's a lot of people that fall into that. Can yep. you imagine the amount of negative posts we are going to see on December 31st of 2020? Oh, yeah, because I've already started seeing them. Oh, have you? Okay. Real colorful uh, examples that I'm not even sure that I can say on this show. Uh. <laughs> I'll say later. Okay, great. <laughs> um, so there's but that. Yeah, people have had their stuff. And so w- we hope that at least uh, listening to us has provided some kind of uh, levity or a little break from your regular where we can bring you important information about Sting's new album that was supposed to be released in November, but guess what? 2020. (laughs) (laughs) 2021 is where it's at for this boy. Exactly. It'll be springtime, which is perfect for a great new album of duets, right? He doesn't seem seem to need any money, this guy, because he always has, like, a fair chunk in his uh, bank account. And it's my understanding that this album is basically a collection of duets he's recorded over the years, Mm -hmm. and ah, they thought it was time they should share them. Thanks, Sting. But now it's not just, uh, I I think when we've come at uh, delayed uh, release dates from the, uh, well, you know, the band wants to tour to support the album or whatever, this is more of a manufacturing delay, which I find interesting Mm -hmm. because I know that you have to create a hard copy, but I think CD sales are down in general, unless it's manufacturing of vinyl. Right. Uh, but you would think that uh, manufacturing an MP3 wouldn't be, <laughs> you know, collection, collecting some streams wouldn't be that much. But it is a manufacturing delay that are at the root of, uh, of us getting this final project. Are you looking for... Uh, sorry, you... final product, not final project. He'll make more music. He'll Sting make some fans. more. Um, 
He has a lot of duets on this one, like Mary J. Blige, Herbie Hancock, Annie Lennox, uh, yeah. Melody Gardot. Like, there's all these. And then there's some people I've never heard of in my life. Gashi, do you know this person? No. Nope. <laughs> Adam, have you heard of Gashi? I don't know. Never heard of him. Her, her him? <laughs> her, them. Uh, Who knows? But you know what's interesting? <laughs> That's no bounty killer uh, that Shaggy has on his. Um, no. <laughs> I want to see a picture of Bounty Killer with a Santa hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like an oxymoron. Actually, I'm not sure in this, uh, because Sting and, and Shaggy, funny enough, full circle moment, they recorded mm-hmm. their album together, which I believe won them a Grammy or two, like a couple oh, of years cool. ago. So uh, I'm not sure if Shaggy is going to be on this, this uh, album, but I know Eric Clapton is, and that'll be pretty cool. Fun thing about the Annie Lennox ad on this one is that they toured a few years Did they? back. Oh, yeah, to get, and so that was pretty incredible. So no, no surprise. I don't think that they would have thought. You know what? We should do something together. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I know that it's very important with you being the queen of rock that we discuss Metallica, Sharon. Well, yeah, it's interesting. I think that Metallica have been. Well, I don't think this. I know that they've been very busy handing out money over the past couple of years. Really, uh, through the uh, All Within My Hands Foundation. So at the beginning of shows uh, in different cities. They were handing over really big checks to different organizations in different cities uh, when they were on tour. So this great give back, you know, to the fans that have supported them, giving back to their communities is pretty impressive. So from that, all within my hands, their foundation has uh, done well. They've uh, recorded with the um, the San Francisco Symphony. Mm-hmm. Uh, so currently, there's a we're on a my station, which is a rock station. We've been playing the live symphonic version of All Within My Hands, which is fantastic. Like they, it's all it's very catchy. James's voice is super like rich. There's amazing depth to it. Uh, but that's that. As far as making new music, I love what Lars had to say. Lars Ulrich uh, referred to them always being in a state of a new album coming. Mm-hmm. I love that for a progressive, uh, you know, forward thinking rock band that's, you know, still making music and it still matters. They're not, you know, they're not on rest and they're not just, you know, hits packages and stuff like that. They're actively pursuant of new music. I like that notion of, yeah, well, we're always kind of making a new album. We're always looking to the next thing, but it's not been easy for them because of uh, 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag 2020. Yeah, it's crazy because Lars was talking about how like he's in San Francisco. I'm not sure. Is it, is it um, James that would be in Colorado? And one of them, I think it's probably Kirk that's in in Hawaii. I would Uh, guess so. Yeah. I feel like that's the, uh, the situation. Um, Yeah. But when they're trying to record uh, virtually, the timing is off on some of the technology that actually surprised me because I figured that wouldn't be an issue because we've seen some recordings from other bands happening, but maybe they weren't actually trying to record record. So maybe if they were a second or two off, it wasn't a huge thing, but it sounds like Lars is really not frustrated, but trying to figure out how to make sure that this technically works properly. I think like any other band, he, as he went on to say, uh, the in-person, you know, you know, providing a drum line and then having the guys play on that and then playing off each other and just sort of rolling with it. Mm-hmm. The in-person quality of that is kind of necessary. I think that you can record new music in a, in a, you know, a chat scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think you have, I think you have to be more in a position to know where you're going, what you're doing, what your parts are. There's no uh, organic element that 
that recording like, oh, yeah, remember that we had we made that eye contact and something came out of it. I think it's harder to do that on screen. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So I think that's what he's saying. And that makes complete sense. And I think probably after seeing, uh, well, they did one of the drive-in shows in the summertime mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, grateful fans. And I think we just got to see uh, the Foo Fighters on Saturday Night Live. I think they probably look at bands like that and go, oh, I want to do that. And that's pretty cool, too. So uh, here's hoping, you know? Yep. 2021. (laughs) (laughs) So much pressure. (laughs) Exactly. (sighs) Um, But I figure, you know what, with uh, Metallica in mind, Mm -hmm. why don't you give me your top two Metallica songs? Who wants to start? I can do that. Do it, okay. little Adam. <laughs> then let's let you start. Um, let's let Adam. you start, little Adam. I'll start with um, with one. Oh, wow. Uh, l- what a great intro. Well, so many of Metallica's songs have great intros, that one in particular. And it just brings me back all those memories are, of playing rock band and playing that song. Ugh. It, it just brings back a lot of memories. So I'll go with one. And I'll go with um, maybe a less known song of Metallica. I'll go with the uh, King Nothing that I oh, absolutely nice love. One. We played a lot on our radio station here in Montreal, and I love it every time we play it. Nice. That's it for me. Kelly, you want to go, Kel? Yeah. So uh, I will start with the fact that I love this song when I heard it in grade seven. And then I learn how to play, like, the first uh, few bars or whatever on the guitar. And I can't play anything on the guitar except for this song. So I will say Enter Sandman. Yeah. Nice. That's my jam. That is my jam. I actually also hurt myself at a grade 7 dance because I decided I should headbang to that song. (laughs) And I hurt my neck and could barely move for three days after. Oh, my gosh. I learned my lesson. Kelly should stay with pop dancing is what should happen. Anyway. I have a hard time imagining you headbanging. Yeah. Yeah. uh, It didn't end well, Adam, as we've discussed. It didn't end well. Now, did you pretend that you weren't hurt? Uh, Yeah, because I was in disbelief because I'm like, I'm 13. How did this happen? (laughs) Anyways, it was uh, unpretty. And then uh, my second one would be Sad But True. Love yeah. that jam. Ooh, nice. Yep. Yep. Nice. Um, I'm going to go with uh, one also. Okay. Because, like, it's it's a masterpiece. Yes. Mm-hmm. I learned about the – we watched the film in a film class when I was in uh, college. <laughs> CJEP here in uh, in uh, <laughs> Quebec. Um and and the film Johnny Get His Gun was that Johnny Got His Gun Get His Gun anyways it's in the clips of that film are in the video for one from Metallica and it's mind blowing and to ex- I've experienced them live which is next level great mm-hmm. uh, but they closed with that song mm. and they had strobe lights going yeah and so and the the sound and they were in the round at that time and the strobe lights are going so you, I honestly after like. 30 seconds felt like I was in a, a war scenario because they also had this thing where the the um, lighting rigs were falling. Oh, But wow. it was just to be part of, like, they weren't actually yeah. falling, but it was like yeah, yeah. the whole thing was going. And it was very unsettling in a very rock and roll kind of way. Nice. So I thought you were really going to say you cool. got nauseous from all the strobe lights. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Okay. Totally. It was like, oh, my God, I got to get out of here. <laughs> but, like, I love it. I'm going to stay. Um, so one and uh, their cover of Thin Lizzy's Whiskey in the Jar because it's just oh. like Thin Lizzy's Whiskey in the Jar is great. Mm-hmm. But it's when Metallica does it, it's just so Metallica plugged in, chunky. Guitars are awesome. Love it. 
So those are my top two. Great choice. I'm glad you picked a rock band, Sharon. It was nice. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, everybody, if you want to let us know what your top two are, share them via social media. Feel free. We're everywhere. You can't not find us. (laughs) (laughs) So true. Uh, But while we're talking to you again, thank you very much for finding us wherever you do. We appreciate that. Thank you for listening. Uh, Kel? Yes. Enjoy the rest of this day. Bonne soirée. And to you too, Adam. Thank you so much. Back to you, Sharon. Thank you. Right on, you guys. Thanks for listening to 90s Now. Still happening.